Hi, this is a little bonus content. We had a wonderful conversation. Kayo is such a wonderful lady and I was having some technical difficulties and I'm not a pro, so I didn't know how to smoothly edit this conversation in, in, in the other part of the conversation. So um, here's just a little bonus clip talking about grief, loss, and chasing you know, the money. And thank you guys so much for listening. So what is something that you're struggling with in the moment right now? So I, I think what I have been talking a lot about in my GA group and in my lady step group is um, the guilt and shame, um, regret that I feel um, about the money that I lost that my mom gave me because I know how hard she had to work to earn that money and how many years it took her to save up that money. And she gifted it to me with the intention that I would use it wisely. Right. And I feel like I really disrespected my mom by gambling most of that money away. And so I struggle a lot, just that sense of loss. And I just feel, feel really terrible about what I did. So there's a lot of shame there. Okay. And so when we, when we look at that, and I know that, that from an earlier conversation that, that you're struggling, not, you know, just with the loss of not only that money, but just money previously and the things that, um, you could have done with the money Mm -hmm. other than what you, what you did with the money. So looking forward, looking forward, you know, um, I talk a lot about this with other people about not, not building a house and living in that grief or that loss of that money about looking ahead and, and how we can, we can move forward in recovery. Um, you know, my mom was, was hugely affected by my gambling. She, I would spend my paychecks and then expect her to help bail me out with my bills and things like that. So when I'm looking at recovery and I get hung up on just kind of some stuff that, that sometimes will, because when we start thinking about the loss and, and, and the things that we were chasing while in gambling, we can, we can just get hung up in this place. And, and the way that I move forward is I look at, at honoring her, honoring the people that were affected by my gambling. And that's, that's, and how I do that is living in recovery. Mm-hmm. is not going down that road again. So when you look at, at the combination of, of the grief and loss there and the money, does it help to look at it in a way of, of recovery, living in recovery as a way to honor your mom for that or a way to make amends or, you know, to help you move forward? I think so. I mean, I I never really sort of thought about moving forward in that way, right? Like I, the way that I've been looking at it as I know that I have this uh, near future inheritance money coming in, which is probably five times more than the cash that my mom gave me. And right now I'm just really scared that I'm going to end up losing that inheritance the way that I lost the cash that my mom gave me. And so that's the reason why, you know, I'm having this podcast with you. And that's the reason why I'm like really trying to step up my recovery efforts. 
I never thought of it as like just accepting the fact that money is gone. The one, the money that I gambled away, it's gone. Take it as a loss. And then how do I move forward from that? Because I've been so stuck in my grief around that, like depression. Like that's the one thing that makes me feel really bad about who I am. You know, there was a time um, when my gambling was so bad and you know, here I am working, making six figures. And my gambling was so out of control that I went to my mom and asked her to borrow money, knowing that she's retired and she gets $482 a month from social security. And that's her only income. And I went and borrowed money from her and I had no shame in doing it Mm -hmm. back then. And so I have moments like that where I'm like, what a piece of shit I was that I make all this money and I have the audacity to go ask my mom, who's on this fixed income, to borrow money from her so I can keep my gambling going. Like that really makes me feel like a terrible person. And so I like what you're saying about how do I move forward and get myself out of this stuck place? You're right. I think I just have to keep looking forward and put my energy towards recovery in honor of my mom, because that money that I lost, I'm not getting that back anymore. And if I keep thinking about that, keep dwelling on that loss, I'm going to stay stuck in my depression and my shame and regret and guilt. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to get out of that. It is. It is. And, and sometimes it's hard to recognize too, that that's where we're at. Um, it's hard to recognize that, that we don't know why we're not moving forward. And I think too, in a in, in your situation in particular, and, and probably a lot, a lot of people can relate is that when you put the loss of money with the loss of somebody you loved, um, it's hard to separate that out, you know, because, because if you, if you receive that money in some other aspect or in some other form, um, you probably would be able to move through it a little bit easier. But the fact that it came from your mom and, and their hard work and, and things like that, it's kind of attaching that, that grief and those things mm-hmm. to that money. And I'm not a professional. It's just, this is just kind of what I, how I would feel, I think. Yeah. So I think that's why I kind of can connect it that way for me. I'm a mm-hmm. visual person and that that's how I visually see it. So I think it's, it's separating them out and just saying, okay, if she were here and I was talking to her what would she want me to do? Would she want me to say the past is the past, but now you've got all this in front of you to move forward? Yeah, she would definitely, I I know that she would be really upset. um, And that would really hurt me knowing that I upset her in that way. Um, But it would force me to look at my, my compulsive behaviors, like, what do I need to work on? Like really need to focus on recovery and getting this under control, like put my energy towards that. Yeah. Right. Cause beating myself up about it is not going to help me. I've already done, I've already done a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It can only get us so far. Um, you know, we can say, we can say these mean, hurtful things that keep us in, in our shame and our guilt. Um, but that's only going to get us so far. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's acknowledging, Hey, I don't, I don't want to live in this. I don't want to be, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I don't want to be in this place anymore. So we, yeah, we move forward and, and think of just the beautiful things ahead and the beautiful life um, 
that's, that's just waiting, you know? And yeah. So, yeah. And even in the times that I've had clean time, what I do notice is like this feeling of being more at peace and calm with myself. Cause like when I'm in gambling mode, like everything just kind of goes out the window, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, you know, like if I'm working out regularly and I'm eating healthy meals and I'm like going to bed at a certain time, like once I'm gambling, like none of that shit matters. I'm eating whatever I can find at the casino. I don't eat at all. Yeah. My sleep is completely off. Mm-hmm. I'm not, don't have the energy to make my exercise classes. Like everything that I've worked for goes out the window. Yeah. You know, and then I'm, I can't sleep because I've lost so much money. And I'm thinking about where am I going to get the money to replace that money? And it just feels like chaos all the time. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's like a certain kind of craziness that it's really unsettling. And so one of the things that's attractive about not gambling is a knowing that I still have the money that I work for in the bank Mm -hmm. um, and that I just feel a lot more at peace and secure with myself. And that I'm more present for the people in my life. You know, there's like so many benefits to like not gambling. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many more than, than there are to gambling. Um, and, and I think too, kind of helping to, to understand that gambling shouldn't impact our life in any way. It shouldn't impact our life in a good way. It shouldn't impact our life in a bad way. It should have no part in how we feel about ourselves or what we're doing. It's just like, like drinking a Coke or, you know, it might, it's, it just might feel good in the the minute. And then it just needs to go on, you know, like, like when we look at, at gambling as a way to make us feel good or make us, make us, um, entertain us. That's all it should be. It shouldn't be anything else. We shouldn't crave it. We shouldn't think about it. We shouldn't, you know, and so that in terms has helped me quite a bit too, is to understand, like, even though, you know, you can love gambling. It really just shouldn't have a place in your everyday mindset. Right. I agree with you, but it does. It absolutely does. It just takes up so much of our mental space. Like, you know, can't wait till I get off work to go gamble. Can't wait till my family leaves so I can go gamble. Yeah. Um, I used to like, even watch professional gamblers on YouTube talk about how they won the money. I'm just like, why can't that be me? You know, there's so much like obsessive thinking about it that once it becomes obsessive like that, mm-hmm. and it takes up so much of your, your mental space, that's when you know you have a problem with it. Right. And that's a good indicator. Mm-hmm. That's a good indicator. If it's something that, you know, it's just like I said, it shouldn't play a part period, but if it is, and any, it, you don't have to get to rock bottom. You don't have to get to my point, you know, where yeah. the, the, the rock bottom, because I got to rock bottom and I kept digging. I rented a bulldozer and I kept going, but <laughs> yeah, you didn't have a bottom. No. Right? Well, and if I did, go. I was like, you know what? I think I can just I go can a little go bit deeper, deeper. <laughs> but yeah. you know, in all honesty, you don't have to get to that point. You can just get to, and I think that's why it's so important to have these conversations so that, that somebody who's not to that point but maybe somebody who's thinking about it and thinking, Oh, Friday's going to come around. I'm going to go to the casino. You know, it kind of gets them to start thinking, Hey, I need to be aware of my thoughts. I need to be aware that this really should play no role in my thoughts 
in my mm-hmm. day-to-day activity. If it's something that I come across and do every once in a while, because 95% of the population can do it normally. But well, you think it's that high? Uh, I, I would say probably, well, no, I was, I was being probably, <laughs> probably a little too nice to that end, but yeah. I would say a majority of people can do it normally. Um, yeah. but a majority of us can't. can't. So. Yeah, I know. 